From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey and Boston, and where are you, Luke? Charleston. Charleston. This is Teeing It Up Presents the Sunday Sprint. We're doing something really unique. Uh, we've never done this. We've never done a combined sprint like this, but because of scheduling, we have to do it this way. Luke Morrow is here to preview the games. Danny Flecka is here to preview the gambling aspects of it. We're just going to roll with this and see what happens. So... Um, these guys are here, and let's get to it. We start with the game at 4.35, Houston and, and Buffalo. Houston, Luke, keeps getting into this role, keeps getting into this spot of being first up. I told a Buffalo Bill fan yesterday, I thought that if they could get off to a hot start, it would that they're probably the better team on paper, but I think going on the road makes all the difference in this game. Buffalo has to get off to a hot start. Yeah, I agree with you there. I think the the Bills have a, a um, coaching advantage as well. Bill O'Brien has only win in the playoffs is against Connor Cook. Otherwise, they average lose by I think it's twenty in his other three uh, playoff games. Um, and uh, Sean McDermott, I think, is the most underrated coach in the NFL. But like you said, for the Bills, get off to a good start, and for, and for me, that would mean to get a lead. I think they want Josh Allen to do as little as possible. It's a team that is built around the ground game, built around a defense you, you can run against. Texans, and so try to take as much off the plate of Josh Allen in a playoff game like this uh, as you can. The big difference is the quarterback. I think Deshaun Watson is much better than, than Josh Allen, but when I look at these two teams, the Bills have a, what, a top three defense. The issue is uh, they didn't really play anybody well, uh, any, any good offenses this year, but the Bills have allowed the second fewest rushing yards to quarterbacks, where the Texans have allowed the second most, so they're going to have to be able to contain Josh Allen, make them beat him with his arm. I'm not sure if he can, and first-time starting quarterbacks in the playoffs have not been very fortunate, so uh, I, I like the Texans at home. I think it'll be a close, low-scoring game. That's what the Bills want, but I think Deshaun Watson makes enough plays. Uh, Danny, 43.5 silver under, 2.5 Houston favorite. How do you see this game from a betting perspective? Buffalo has the opportunity to go in there and steal this one. 
I think it might be a little more high scoring than people might think, but I still do like the under. The Bills have only allowed 17 points or more one time, and that was against New England up here in New England. So I think it's going to be, I think the under is a play, and I think I would take the Bills outright to win the game. Um, uh, Tennessee, New England, Luke, we've talked all year about how bad the Patriots are on offense, great on defense. 44.5 is a pretty high number, higher than I expected for this line to be. And yet, I look at what Ryan Tannehill has done. I look at what Derrick Henry has done. I, I just feel like this is a game where, for the first time in maybe forever, New England is really vulnerable. And I don't know if New England can win this game. I it, it, Just in terms of who wins, who loses, I look at Tennessee. If they cannot turn it over, if they can not make the mistakes that, that teams make against the Belichick playoff defense, I look at the way this game is shaking out, and I would go Tennessee. Yeah, it's interesting. This is uh, the game that I maybe struggle with the most this weekend. When you look at all the numbers, you know, a lot of things favor the Titans. Uh, Patriots haven't won a game this year and allowing more than 20 points. With Ryan Tannehill, the Titans have scored over 20 points every game. Um, you know, the Patriots can be run on. Derrick Henry led the league in rushing. There's a, there's some tough um, uh, matchups for the Patriots. I think it just comes down to what you prefer, like the reason. Hello, Luke. Well, while Luke hits a dead spot in Charleston, Danny, 44.5 in the Pats, 4.5. Pat's four and a half seems like a mighty large line. Yeah, I, I am not afraid of this line at all. I'm honestly not afraid of this game at all. I know it can be difficult to project out. The Pats have not looked well this year uh, on offense. Their defense at times was dominant. And then, you know, last week they laid that egg against Miami. I think this is one of those games where the Pats just regroup, go back to what they do well. Tannehill has never won up here in Foxborough. Uh, the Pats have to find a way to, to, to get the, get points on the board, and I think they do today. I, I just think that the, the narrative of the Pats and their struggles has been completely overblown. I know that they've ever won a Super Bowl by, by starting off in the wild card. You know, I don't know if they're going to make the Super Bowl or not. It, it really just depends on, on how the games play out and you know what the matchups are. But I do like New England at home, four and a half right now. I take the pad and I totally back that. I wouldn't touch the total. I have no no uh, no interest in that. I would just back the best team in, the, in this game, back, back the best coach, back the best quarterback in this game. That's the pad. So I'm going to back them and, and expect them to limit Derrick Henry, expect them to let Tannehill beat them, and let Gilmore do what he does best and isolate him in coverage against one of their wide receivers and force everybody else to beat them as they have always done. So I, I like the pad and I think that today they always squash them in the narrative of them being done, but you know, obviously next week they tend to be going to Kansas City and we'll start this all over again. Wow, that is a really strong pro New England stance. Uh, Luke, uh, do we have you back? I hope so. Yep, you're here. All right, so you heard that. You got cut off via a cell dead zone in Charleston, which I didn't encounter in my time in Charleston, and I don't think Danny encountered in his time in Charleston. So clearly, Luke, you're in the wrong area of Charleston. Um, but just quickly to wrap it up, you said you had problems picking this game. You heard Danny. He's very pro, um, uh, pro-pats in this game. 
Yeah, uh, you know, the Titans, It's a, I, I think it's a tough matchup for the Patriots in the sense of, of uh, Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing. That's where I think the Patriots are vulnerable. Tannehill has more wins against Tom Brady in the last decade than any other quarterback in the league. And Belichick has lost to assistants recently with two last year, including to, uh, to Mike Vrabel. And he lost to uh, two of his assistants, former assistants, this year as well. But when it comes down to it, uh, again, I just go back to that history, the benefit of the doubt. I'll be the last person to jump off the ship of the Patriots. I'll be the last one to leave that party. Uh, I take New England to win at home today because of the experience factor. Tannehill's number one in New England. I think the average margin of defeat is like close to 20 in those games. Uh, and first-time starting quarterbacks, like I said earlier, uh, have won. I think it's 35% of their uh, starts, uh, first starts in the playoffs since 2002 when we expanded to the current uh, divisions that we have in the NFL. So, I mean, the Titans may be the better team than the Patriots, but it's the playoffs. It's in New England. Uh, first start for Tannehill. I take the Patriots to win. Luke, your Vikings... Sunday, 1 p.m., on the road, New Orleans. Uh, sorry, buddy, this line's seven and a half. It should be even larger. You're going to get blown out. I just see this as a romp. The over-under is 49 and a half. I would take both the over and the um, seven and a half. You win this game. Sorry, you lose this game 42 to 13. Uh, wow, okay. Uh, that's uh, uh, sad to hear that. Um, <laughs> this is the, this, I mean, it is the least excited I've probably been for a playoff game. I could even go back to 2012 when Christian Ponder got hurt and they had to go to Joe Webb and play at Lambeau. And I think I was even more excited for that one than this matchup here um, tomorrow. Uh, you know, the big concern, of course, is Kirk Cousins in these types of games. What kind of, uh, what kind of version of Kirk are you going to get in these big games? Just his second career um, uh, playoff start. It's, uh, it's not a good matchup for Minnesota to go into New Orleans. I wanted to play anybody else. We got no help from Seattle, no help from uh, the Lions last week. We have to go to New Orleans, and we have to do so without two of our best cornerbacks, including Mackenzie Alexander, who statistically has been our best cornerback this year, and he won't be available uh, tomorrow for the Vikings. Uh, Zimmer's done a pretty good job against Breeze. It's tough to go into New Orleans. It, it just comes down to which Kirk Cousins you're going to get tomorrow. I think the Vikings keep it close. I, I think they keep it within the one score, but yeah, I don't have high hopes for them going into New Orleans and beating the Saints with the way, especially the Saints offense has been humming along where they've scored over 30 points in like whatever it is, eight straight games and kind of been playing really well. Uh, uh, Danny, am I being too ambitious with the 42-13 to 13 domination by the Saints? I think you are, and I think it's what it comes down to Minnesota is Dalvin Cook. You know, they seem to be ready to go this week. They're a different team with him. They can utilize their play action and, and you know, get open step on Dave's deck. Um, you know, Adam Thielen, Adam Thielen hasn't been 100% in a long time, but I think he's finally rounding into, into form here. You know, he, he came back, but, you know, they didn't really use him that, that much, and he had last week off, too. I think it really comes down to, you know, can the Vikings get the run game going and can they utilize the play action and get Kirk Cousins in a comfortable situation. You know, a lot's been made of what's happened with, you know, the, the Vikings defense, their cornerback falling off a cliff a bit, the injury. Um, you know, New Orleans has, has a, a share of their own. You know, they lost a couple of defensive ends. Uh, Eli Apple's out today. They're throwing to Norris Jenkins in there. As a Giant fan, I've seen both those guys play enough, and I don't trust either of them <laughs> in a big kind of situation. I think Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen can take advantage of that matchup with a lot more shadowing, whoever isn't on Jenkins. But I think, you know, Dalvin Cook, again, is a guy. Dalvin Cook is, gets 25 punches in the game, and it means a close game, and, and the Vikings are in that game, and they can use the screen game that they have, and, and 
maybe get the tight end open. I think uh, a big thing for the Vikings is trying to find a way to get the ball to Irv Smith, too. He's a matchup nightmare for them. Um, big tight end, bad tight end. You can take advantage of the smaller safeties that uh, New Orleans has. And, you know, if you're the Vikings, a way to get in free space, uh, limit, you know, Michael Thompson's run after the catch and make someone else beat you. It's easier said than done, but I think at a spread of seven and a half, eight points, uh, I'll lean the underdog here. I think the Vikings keep it close enough where, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter, those drives matter. Uh, Luke, any, 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 any quick response to that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just hope the Vikings come out and, uh, you know, they're getting no respect this week. Cam Jordan's been talking trash all week. Uh, As you should. Cousins. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I hope they come out and, um, you know, and uh, uh, with a chip on their shoulder, with something to prove to the Saints. This has become a bit of a robbery, and uh, hopefully the good Vikings show up. Hopefully Dallas Cook's healthy. Uh, I agree, it comes down to Cook. Uh, they looked a lot different without the last couple of weeks. The offense has run through him. They ditched their offense when he was even on the field against the Packers. It's all built off of play actions and rollouts. And then Michael Thomas has never had more than 85 yards in a game against Zimmer, so you got to slow him down and uh, hope that the other guys can beat you. All right, finally, Seattle-Philly. I have no idea who's going to win this game. Forty, uh, Sorry, uh, uh, one and a half Philly is the line. 45 is the over-under. I'm woefully confused on who wins this. I think you could see good Carson Wentz. You could see bad Carson Wentz. I think if this game was in Seattle, it's a Seattle win. Uh, flip a coin for me, Luke. I, I like the Eagles at home. Um and uh, their home dogs against Seattle. The Seahawks, uh, Russell Wilson's great playing on the East Coast, but it is a long trip for them here to, to go from the West Coast to the East Coast. You're down your top three running backs. Marshawn Lynch, I thought, looked lousy last week. In fact, the analytics tell you that the uh, Seahawks would be better off not using him. He's actually a, a net negative uh, for the Seahawks in that game, and uh, that's who they're relying on against one of the better rush defenses in the league now to, tomorrow in the Eagles. Uh, and I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but we've seen a lot with these teams that the teams that people don't believe should be in the playoffs, the teams that start the year, you know, uh, three and five, two and five, something along those lines, kind of get hot in the second half of the year and almost back their way in in a bad division. Those are actually the teams that always seem to win the first round games. Uh, we've seen that historically. So I think the Eagles at home find a way to win tomorrow against the Seahawks. Seattle's just too dependent on Russell Wilson, and as great of a quarterback as he is, now he's lost his top three running backs. Uh, he's down one of his better offensive lines, which is huge because the Seahawks have used six offensive linemen more than anybody else this year. They can no longer do that to help that run game. Uh, I just think they're asking too much from Russ, even on the road against the banged-up Eagles team tomorrow, and Philadelphia finds a way to win at home. Take us home, Danny. Yeah, this is a tough game to, to, to look at. It's you know, two teams that have kind of gone in different directions the last couple of weeks. It's, Seahawks team has a gate coming, um, and the Eagles were slow, and they took it up recently. And I have to, as well, back to the Eagles in this game. They're a home dog. Um, you know, I think I saw a stat that said, you know, the last seven teams that are 9-7 or worse that have had a home playoff game are, um, you know, 6-1 straight up against the spread, and I've covered all of them. Um, you know, what it comes down to me is just the game being in Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia's played playoff games the last four weeks. I thought last week they'd have a little bit of a letdown. They did the first three quarters, and then, then they started to put their foot on the gas there. I just think that Philadelphia at home with Peterson having the experience, he, he knows how to galvanize his team in these spots, and he's done that the last couple of times they've been in the playoffs. Carson Wentz, it, it, I'm sure he's excited to be playing in his first playoff game. 
Um, it, it's surprising to say that, given the Eagles have been in the playoffs every year. He's been on the team. But I think Philadelphia at home, um, their ability to you know use that crowd to their advantage, their defensive line getting after Russell Wilson, getting him off schedule, and, and Seattle's run game not being there. You know, As Luke mentioned, Marshawn Lynch looked awful last week. He did a clear giveaway when he's in the game. Um, you know, he's not going to catch the ball. Uh, his, he doesn't have the speed or the elusiveness that he once had. I don't think people fear him. He was, I think, last week just used as, as an emotional um, lifter for that team, and the crowd set off of that. But I just don't see him making that much of a difference. So, uh, you know, I'm going to back the Eagles here. You know, Peterson found a way to win with the roster he's had the last couple of weeks. I think they get one more win out of that team and then, you know, go wherever they go the next round. But I, I do like Philadelphia here, and I'll back them as the home dog. Um, final thing, um, and I thank these guys for their flexibility to be able to do this uh, Sunday Sprint uh, together as one. Danny, we have a segment every week uh, on, 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 on our version of the Sprint called The Game to Watch Golf During. It's the worst game of the weekend. Um, there is live golf during the 435 game today, the Century Tournament of Champions, 4-6 to six NBC, 6-8 to eight Golf Channel. Does Buffalo uh, Houston rise to the level of boredom and uh, mediocrity in terms of quality of play that would send people to golf? I hope not. You would hope that Houston, at one point or another, will, will come through in a playoff game and at least play something sort of an interesting brand of football. You know, last year they got blown out by the by the Colts. The year before that, I think they had like Connor Cook there. Um, you know, Brock Osweiler, which wasn't a great matchup. Um, you know, Houston has, as a home on these Saturday wild card games, you would think that one of these years they're going to come out and at least play a good game. And I think the Bills are going to make it interesting. I think they're a fascinating story, and I, I do like what they're building up there. I think this game is a little bit closer. It might not be the most exciting game. We're not going to see a shootout, but I think it's going to be a good game. Luke, what am I watching today? Uh, hey, maybe, uh, maybe the end of the Patriots dynasty. I, mean, I guess that's the hope. No, 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 no. I'm, um, in terms of getting to watch golf during, am I watching it during Buffalo, Houston? Knowing you, probably, but I would say, uh, <laughs> I would say if there is a game this weekend that the concern is, you know, entertainment value, it could be the Bills, Texans, that may be the most boring game, unless the Saints totally boat race the Vikings tomorrow, but, uh, if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson, I don't think there's much to watch in that game, he's just an exciting, fun player to watch, otherwise those two teams, to me, kind of boring, uh, Bills were lousy in the playoffs two years ago. Texans, as mentioned, have been lousy in the playoffs unless they play the Raiders' third-string quarterback. So it has the ability to potentially be a boring type of game. I think it'll be close, uh, and Deshaun Watson's always fun to watch. End of the dynasty? Is that a phrase being thrown around in uh, Boston, Danny? I mean, that's been the narrative up here. Is that, you know, This is potentially Tom Brady's last you know, playoff game in Gillette and last game as a Patriot. Um, you know, I'm sure those storylines will keep going as the offseason continues. I, I just... This team, for 20 years, has always been in a situation where we think that they're down and out, where we think that they can't do it, that their roster isn't built for this, that, that you know, Tom Brady's falling off a cliff, they don't have the weapons, etc. I, I just can't see it today. I, you know, the weather's kind of crappy up here, it's raining, it's, it's raw, um, you know, Tannehill hasn't won up here. I just don't know if Tannehill, Tannehill has the guts and the toughness to withstand a potential onslaught early on from New England. And, and if he has to come from behind, I, I think it's hurting um, for the Titans. Luke, Danny, thank you both for doing this. Enjoy your football Saturday and Sunday. Likewise. Go Vikings.
I have a feeling you'll be an unhappy camper, sir. Um, I already am. And thank you all for listening to the Sunday Sprint.